This is the Heavy Boots Podcast, the place you can feel all your feelings. Today, we're going to be talking about a subject matter that I thought I had none of. It's called regret. There's a lot to go into here that I didn't even know until I started preparing for this episode. So let's get into it. So regret is something that I thought I wouldn't have anything to write down about. I thought when I started preparing for this episode, there would be nothing to talk about. Um, You know, just some basic ideas about it and kind of, you know, what I've seen or observed in the world, but nothing for me. Um, I've always been of the mind frame, no regrets, but... This was put on my logo many years ago, and so I must have been regretting things then because I included it in what makes up my heavy boots. And as I sat down and I really thought about things, I had a lot to talk about here. Um, Regret is something that you hear a lot. I regret it. Um, And my judgmental hat comes on and I'm like, well, then why did you say it? You know, we we have a lot of I regret what I said or I didn't mean it. And then I get to the point where it's like, don't put it out there, you know, Um, and that's judgmental of me. We're all human. And I know I've said things that I don't align with and that I regret. Um, And that's the thing is I uh, I think you know, what we put out, it's a reflection of ourselves and what we're thinking. So sometimes there's some really mean things said and it's in your brain, you know, it's actually, you've been thinking about it and it comes out of your mouth. And so to me, of course, that's probably the little asshole that I've talked about before that is, you know, saying the thing that you shouldn't say. Um, and that's why I just, I'm always trying to be self-aware of that little voice inside my head that's not only beating myself up, but then also what you're putting out into the world. Because a lot of the times what is said doesn't need to be said. And and if you really didn't mean it or you regret it, then why don't you hold it back so you don't have to say you're sorry and you don't have to hurt someone's feelings, you know? And so... um. Yeah, so that I regret it is one that comes up a lot. You know, I regret what I said. I regret what I did. Uh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. And um, we all have things that we regret. Just recently, I acted in a way that is not in keeping with who I am or who I want to be. And it's a hard thing for me because it it... It's not something that I'm proud of, but I'm also not feeling that I did anything wrong. Um, And so that's getting, you know, to the place of, is this about ego and and stubbornness? And you're just trying to prove that you don't have anything to say you're sorry for? Or should I side on the 
you know, the notion that it wasn't in keeping with who I am or want to be. And so therefore I can apologize because that's not who I am. You know what I mean? And so uh, it's a sticky thing. And it's, and like I said, I just end up sheltering, (laughs) sheltering in place. I end, end up just, um, locking myself away because I'm living in the shame and guilt of it and feeling so bad and not knowing how to break out of it, you know, and, and how to break the ice and make things better. But then it's also, you know, am I going to just let it go and then have a resentment or am I going to talk it out or, you know, does it, does this even have to be that serious? You know, like, can I just chill out with this one? Just let it lie and move on. You know, it's just, um, this feeling person I am is, it's very hard to figure out what path is going to serve me well, but I also think about everyone else, you know, and like, I don't want to start anything worse if I bring it up and I don't want to, um, you know, continue on a path where I'll act that way again because, you know, I, I, I don't like the way that I acted. And yes, there's other circumstances and, you know, you can excuse the whole thing away. Anybody can. Um, but it's my responsibility to act in the way that I, you know, want to act and I didn't. And so for that, I feel like, well, maybe I should apologize. And then, you know, you go back and forth. It's the morality police, you know, inside your head. And it's like, what's the best form of action? And then what's going to make everybody okay? And it's just, that's just my brain. Um, but self-awareness is like the most important piece here. You don't have to regret much if you are self-aware of what you're doing, you know? If you regulate your emotions and regulate what you're saying to someone and then realize, like, I always try and, like, put myself in the person who's hearing it's shoes, you know? Would I want to to hear that? Or, I don't know. It's just like... um Sometimes you don't have to tell people certain things. Like, it's is it going to matter? And will it hurt them? And is it only serving me? You know? If it's going to help everybody, that's great. But if it's only to get it off your chest and to, you know, have you feel better while that person's in the corner crying, what does that do for you? I mean, unless you just don't want a relationship, that's that's fine too. But... There's just all these things. So, you know, and then some people just don't don't regret anything they've said, you know. And so then it's in, you know, your best interest to understand what that means because if they've hurt you and they don't regret that, you know, a lot of people think, well, those are your feelings and that's your problem. I can say whatever I want, but um, you know, if they don't regret something that really hurt you, or they don't apologize for something that really hurts you and they want a relationship, that makes it hard. That makes it really hard. Um, yeah. And you just don't have to say the thing, you know? You don't always have to say the thing that's in your mind. You don't have to, I don't know, be the authority of the conversation. You don't have to. I don't, everything that comes into your mind too isn't, isn't pure gold. A lot of it is. Everyone's awesome. And 
you know, and we're all human and I get that. But sometimes that little asshole's in your head stirring up trouble, you know, and making you think that you should exert your power, you know, and it could be out of boredom or it could be out of change or it could be out of, you know, insecurity. There's all kinds of reasons. Um, and that's what self-awareness does is it, it, it follows that string back to where this is coming from so that you can maybe cut it, you know, and not have this come up so often. Um, I mean, if it's a pattern, sometimes it's just a one-off and you're like, oh God, I was such an idiot, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I mean, this is what I say to myself. It's awful. But, but anyways, I just think if you try and live in self-awareness as much as possible and, and like, you know, when things are bubbling up or things are getting heated to excuse yourself, you know, and to be allowed to, that's a huge other piece of it, um, but you don't have to sit and, and go through stuff that might hurt another person or might hurt you or that you're uncomfortable with. Like, you don't have to. You don't have to sit in that. So, um, because what ends up happening is you start to resent anything where you're staying when you don't want to be there. You start to resent the conversation or the the moment. And then you will act out of a different set of ideals and morals, you know, you get provoked. And again, I'm not saying there's no responsibility there. You have the responsibility to remove yourself, you know, or to say, I don't want to talk about this anymore or be honest with the person or what have you. So you don't regret something, you know? And then the other thing that I always think of is I regret to inform you. I've gotten so many of these lately because I've been, you know, um, what am I uh, submitting my poems and songs and like lyrics or whatever? I don't write songs, but lyrics and I don't know, so many things <laughs> where you get a letter back that says, I regret to inform you that you have not made it into the next phase or you did not win the contest. And do they really regret their decision? It's really a funny um, expression because regret to me is that you wish you could, you know? And so, like, if it says, I regret to inform you, we had so many submissions that we couldn't get to yours or whatever, that's one thing. But when it says, we regret to inform you that your submission did not make it to the judging or whatever, it's like, no, you don't. You chose which ones you liked, and you read mine, and it wasn't good enough, and that's fine. (laughs) Like, the regret to inform you, and like a job... We regret to inform you that you didn't make it to the interview stage. And it's like, no, you don't. You don't regret because you're telling me that you chose the people that you wanted to choose. I'm just so funny about words. Like, I don't think that they regret to inform you. They're telling you what they want to tell you because they they haven't selected you, you know. And so it's just, um, I know it's just a formal thing. And it's been around for ages, but it just always irks me. It's like, you don't regret it. You don't want me. And that's fine. (laughs) Weird choice words. But as I was going through what I regret, I was, you know, thinking, well, I don't regret much because I would not be the person I am today if I hadn't gone through all the experiences and if I hadn't chosen all the paths and if I hadn't, you know 
done all the things that I've done up to this point, then who would I be now, you know? And so I am of that mind frame of not regretting decisions um, in most cases. So I found that I have some regrets. I have some things that I wish I would have done differently. And uh, I'm going to go into them now. The biggest one, which is a hard one, is allowing others to treat me poorly or to treat me less than or, you know, just to make me feel. Again, whenever I say make me feel, I always have that little asshole in my head saying, nobody can make you feel anything. You're choosing to feel this way. And there's there's that Maya Angelou quote where nobody will remember what you said or did, but they'll remember how you made them feel. So if she says it, Maya Angelou says that people can make you feel a certain way, then to me, that's a truth. <laughs> that's a truth of life. People can make you feel a certain way. And I don't think that everybody, you know, there are certain people that, yes, they want to make you feel a certain way vindictively or what have you, or, you know, um, with spite and anger. But there are most of the stuff that happens is subconsciously. Like these people aren't bad people most of the time. It's just that they're not equipped with that self-awareness to, to realize what this would, would do to someone or to have empathy basically too, you know, to like, see themselves in you and see how that would hurt them. There's just like that balance that needs to come into play to have really good interactions in life. And sometimes they're not equipped with that. So I'm not saying that everyone's doing this hurtfully or spitefully, but there are some where you can watch the little gleam come into their eye and you're just like, what the hell, you know? And The thing that really guts to me is when I have been convicted in something that I know the answer to or that I, I don't know, that I, I feel smart about, I feel confident about, and one person's sentence can just crumble me, can just take away all that confidence, can make me doubt that I know the answer, everything, and a lot of the times it comes full circle in in the interaction that I was right in what I knew. Not to say that I'm right all the time, that's not... But what I'm saying is in these interactions where, you know, I would say, this is the answer, and then there'd be a whole debate about it. And within that debate, I'm, I'm crumpled on, on the... Like a piece of paper crumpled on the floor. Because I already think oh, well, I must be wrong. And that's what I regret the most is allowing people to have the upper upper hand so often because of their position or stature or, you know, seniority in, in my life or in, you know, a place of work to allow for them to know more than I who are in the trenches, you know, coming up with the answers to instantly allow for that, that they must know more than I. And it's just, um, the lack of confidence in, in myself. I regret that. 
I regret that I'm not more steadfast, you know, and I, I'm better now. I'm not in a workplace, so I don't know how that would look. But, um, you know, there's just so many times where you let things go because of who's telling you that you're wrong. And then there's stuff from when I was a little kid, too, where it was like, no, I know the answer to this and I'm golden, you know, and I know this and it's like, Either I was a, a, a woman, you know, or, or a little girl who doesn't know anything, or um, it was just a, a moment of power of like, oh, we're not listening to the kids. I mean, come on, you know, and there's just little seeds that get planted when that happens. It's just a little bit of a of a doubt in yourself, especially when it's people that you really admire, care about. And like I said, have some kind of higher ranking in your, you know, hierarchy or whatever. Um, it's really, really difficult to patch that up, you know. And so um, that's the thing is like I'm not blaming those people because, again, I know subconsciously they didn't know what they were doing. Like you're not going to tell a little girl she doesn't know what she's doing Um on per, you know, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Vindictively, you know what I mean? It's probably just think it was like, we're trying to get out of here. Let's go. Um, and it's not about me at all, but the thing is, is that it, it's in my psyche. Like I remember the feeling and I remember going back home or wherever we were going and, figuring it out again, because I had answered the question. And then I went and I was like, yes, I was right. See, I was right. And they had actually figured out that I was right at at the table there. Um, I think we were trying to figure out a tip or something. And it was just so crazy that I had to go home and then figure it out again, make sure that I was right, even though they had already said I was right. And I knew I was right. And I don't know how old I was, but I was old enough to figure it out. And it's those little things, and I know it's crazy to carry that around, but it's just, I when I go and I untether, you know, why I don't have confidence, there's these little blips where it's like, oh, well, that was a message, you know? Like, there's just these little reasons, um, and again, nobody's fault, no blame, no finger pointing, no anything like that. Uh, it's just an unraveling of, you know, the origin of this story that I regret. I regret that I don't have confidence and that I allow for others, especially those who might have authority over me, to to mistreat me and, you know, and, and to put me down or to, um, to not fight for what I know is right, too. You know what I mean? So, like, if I feel that I... I'm telling you something that's important and you're not listening to me and you think that I'm crazy or that I don't know what I'm talking about to not then explain why it is that I know what I'm talking about, you know, like you would think you wouldn't have to because especially at a workplace when you're in the trenches and you know what you're talking about because you do it every day and then the person that's way up there that sits in the office most of the time 
is like, no, that's not how we're going to do it. We're going to do it this way, which when you look at the way they want to do something is like 10 steps compared to your two steps, you know? And like, to me, it's just so sad that I would just go, all right. And it's mostly like, you know, repetitive um, patterns. Like, it's like, I can't, I don't want to try and fight this person, you know? Um, man, that's just maybe a laziness on my part and what have you, but it's also, like I said, a lack of confidence, just a lack that, that I'm certain, you know, like most of the time I'm certain I know what I know and yet I doubt it. And yeah. And then, you know, there's stuff that I've never really talked about, um, but I regret when I've allowed for people to use me or abuse me, and um, I'm not going to go into a lot of it because it's very, very hard, but the feeling of being used is just demoralizing. It's just... Basically, it's just that you're just this place marker, you know, like just it could have been anyone, Um, you know, that's what it feels like is when somebody is using you, they're mm, they're manipulating you into whatever they need and. I fall for a lot of it. I I have in the past. I'm like I said, most of the time now I don't engage much with with a lot of things (laughs) with a lot of people and things. But um, but I'm also really blessed to have a partner. um, And so I'm not looking to, you know, be with anyone else. And and that was a lot of my um, abuse and and using were people that um, you know, just wanted to be with me for, you know, physical things. (laughs) I don't want to go too much into it, but it just, um, it's a really hard thing for me to have someone in, invest so much time in you and, and then have it mean nothing to them. And because most of the time, of course, if someone invests so much time in you, you're investing in them. And there's like this whole story that you have um, about your interaction and everything. And so uh, when that all falls away, like a sandcastle, you know, when the when the wave hits you and all the sand, you know, goes back in the ocean and it was all fake and it wasn't anything that was going to last. It hurts. And it's, um, yeah. And it's just eye opening to realize that you could be so manipulated, you know, and, and gaslit. And you can believe something so much um, and believe in people, you know. And so, you know, that one is a hard one because it's like, well, do I regret that I let my heart be open to that? And it's, and it is, there were some moments that were great, but I do regret it. I do, because the way that I think about it now is, 
so different than when it was going on, you know, and to feel groomed, um, gaslit, to feel like, you know, what was being said was not even the truth. And then to find out so many things, so many lies, and I regret that. And then I also regret, um, you know, wanting to share the experience with people that I thought would, um, you know, console me or make me, you know, feel comforted and like that something, you know, that my feelings were valid. That didn't happen. And I regret, I just regret it all. I do. And I didn't think I did. Um, but then this, I know I say it every episode, I'm sorry, but this Taylor Swift song, woulda, coulda, shoulda, or something like that, um, about her relationship that she regrets. And I listened to the lyrics and my relationship was when I was in my twenties. So yes, I was an, an adult and yes, I had consent and yes, there's, you know, there's all kinds of things, but there, there's these lines that you're in it so far in that you just let people cross because you're like, well, gosh, I just want them to like me. And I know that's, you know, it's not a good excuse and it's what have you. But when you're in something and you trust somebody, you can let things go farther than you would like. And, um, yeah. And so, you can be manipulated into that. And that's just, um, that's just what happened. And I've, I've wrestled with my consent and my condoning of the behavior and my entering into, you know, scenarios and taking the invitations and, you know, um, placing all the blame on myself. And it's just not, fair, uh, because there were lies and there was, I don't know. I just felt groomed after, you know, just all of my weaknesses were given and then they were played with, you know? And so anyways, it was just, um, I, that's just the one thing that I regret is just allowing for, you know, such access <laughs> to me. Um, but again, it's one of those things where it's like you, you can't really know until you're through it, you know, because I didn't know any of that until it was practically finished. And so the lies and all of that, it's, it's just um, one of those things and it makes you feel a little icky inside and... um. Yeah. <laughs> so I won't go into any more of that, but I just, you know, al allowing people to treat me poorly or to, you know, go too far. Um, that's something that I definitely regret. You know, you have to listen to your little spidey senses, your little energy box, you know, and, and unfortunately I, there were a couple things um, and I didn't listen.
And then, yeah, and then what you're comfortable with, too, is not to allow anybody to push you past your comfort level, no matter who they are, you know? And yes, yes, I allowed for it. And that's what I struggle with is like, you know, it's just, um, yeah, it's just a little bit vulnerable here. So I'm going to stop that now. Um, but I think you get the, the gist. (laughs) So, and, and, and then another thing is, um, you know, I regret that health is, hasn't always been something that I worry about. Like, I'm not very in tune with my body or my uh, emotional waves of life yet. I'm just not. Like, this whole week I've been crying like a crazy person. And then I was like, well, maybe I'm having, like, you know, the winter blues or something. Um, but I journaled yesterday, and there's just a lot of moving pieces and there's a lot of instability right now within um within like the norm so like the way that things have always gone on and everything unfolds for Christmas it's just different this year and it's not nothing is set like it seems like we're gonna have family that are visiting and that's amazing but like the plans are changing a little bit here and there and it's like so what are we doing (laughs) what's going on and there's just not you know a set plan and I know I'm usually a spontaneous person but I don't know I think as I get older I need to know the plan. And I don't think it's actually getting older. I think it has to do with my anxiety because I want to know who's going to be where, what am I going to walk into, (laughs) how, you know, and, and I want to be the same person in every, every aspect, but sometimes that requires me to prepare, like to emotionally and mentally prepare for, you know, whatever energy might be around. And, and I love everyone. It's not, it's not, again, this is my responsibility, but it's just, I've just been very much, you know, unhinged. <laughs> and that sounds like I'm a crazy person, but it's just, you know, it's just, I don't feel very settled. I don't feel very productive. And it's crazy because I like, I'm all set for Christmas, all the gifts that I, you know, we don't barely do anything anymore, which is great because it's too stressful, but. I still do a lot of games and a lot of little things and that's all set. Everything's good and I just don't feel good. Like I don't feel um, settled, you know, like I don't know. But so that's one of my regrets is that I don't know my body really. Like like my mom and, and even my brother, like if they feel something within themselves that's not right, they go and get it taken care of, you know what I mean? Like, and sometimes it like takes me a couple weeks before I'm like, oh gosh, this has been hurting a couple weeks. I should go get this checked or whatever. You know what I mean? Like the biggest thing that I took care of this year was I got bit by a spider bad by, it was on my leg, like bad. The biggest little welty looking weird grossness and that left a scar still. And I went right. I mean, actually took me a day but we went over to the to the um urgent care and I got antibiotics but 
like I have insurance and what have you, but I'm just not, I mean, actually I should give myself more credit this year. I did get a mammogram and I did go to the doctor twice and, you know, for the girly stuff and yeah, so I'm all clear there, but I only, only thought of it because of my aunt and how she's struggling with, you know, breast cancer. And so it got me motivated to like, oh, I should probably take care of myself. And, and also you just see someone going through all the stuff and you're like, gosh, like, you know, I'll go through something. <laughs> I know that sounds stupid, but it's like, you know, like one, you, you think, okay, I should check this out. Cause you know, we could have cancer to deal with. And so that's one thing, but you know, two, it's like, there's not anything you can do for her, but you could go and suffer through an appointment like she has to. And it's like silly thinking, you know, on my part, but it's just like a slice of what she's had to deal with. Not even, it's like a, a centimeter. <laughs> so the, the thinking there is ridiculous, but I'm just like, I think I've, since I was in my twenties, I have gained a hundred hundred pounds. I think, well, in my twenties, I, I was 150 pounds and now I'm 280. Yes. I'm saying it out loud. This is called vulnerable time. So please don't judge me, but, and, and I don't, you can judge me all you want. I can't hear you. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's something really hard to say out loud. You know, I'm, I'm heavier than my boyfriend. I'm heavier than my dad. Um, cause the, and these are tall men, men, tall men. So I'm not like saying anyone's heavy or anything. I'm just saying that like six foot five guys, Paul's like six, seven, I think something. And I'm heavier than them and I carry it well, I guess. I don't know. It's probably things I tell myself, right? But I don't feel bad every day. Like I don't like, it's just when I'm going out somewhere, um, I just, go through my closet and I can't find anything to wear because I feel like I look like a, you know, a lady with a moo-moo on and yeah. And so it's a big struggle for me is like it happened over time and, and I don't even know if that's accurate because I have tried to lose some weight. So it could be less than 280, but it, it's definitely something where I'd like to lose a hundred pounds. Um, and it's not, like it used to be for the, for the look of it, you know, to like look hot and <laughs> feel sexy and all of that. And like, of course you, that's an added bonus. But for me, I just want to, you know, not huff and puff when I'm walking around and then, you know, just know that I have some longevity. Cause it's like, it, it's not good to be heavy. It, I, I know it's bad for your body and there's certain things, you know, like swollen ankles and things that are just not healthy. And so I have a lot to work on, you know, I have a lot to work on. And so it's hard. It's hard for me to put that out there, but, um, I don't show my face a lot anymore, you know, on Instagram and, and I don't know. I just want to feel more confident in myself. And like I said, I don't, I don't want to like, cause I think I was 150 pounds, 155 in my, you know, 18, 19, 20 area there. And then 
I got to be more healthy around 170 to me is, is like healthy, but skinny, like still skinny. And like 180 to me would be fine as dandy, you know, and even 200. And I look at pictures and I, you know, I, I took so many pictures throughout my life and I have a picture of me crying at the scale when I hit 200 pounds and, um, I looked amazing. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's so funny what we, what we think about. And it's usually the number instead of how you feel. And especially for me, because I don't pay attention to like, oh, this, you know, like the only thing I pay attention to is when I, like if I have a martini or two at, at a dinner or what have you, or a concert. And then the next day I feel like crap or, you know, you feel like you have to vomit, (laughs) you know, like to me, the drinking thing is easier to figure out, okay, I don't want to drink that, whatever. But like food, I just have an addiction to food. Like I can go weeks, months without drinking, but don't tell me not to bake. You know, I love to bake and I'm going to, I'm going to eat it. Like, I don't know. And bread with butter, butter is the worst. Um, I mean, it's the best, but it's my kryptonite for sure. Cause if there's any surface I could put butter on, I will do so. And that's so bad. Again, I'm putting this out there, so please don't judge me. But, you know, and, and lately, like the wine, I drink a lot more wine than I, I should. And, um, but the thing is, like I said, I could decide tomorrow not to drink anymore. Like, I have one glass of wine left, and then tomorrow, if we don't have wine, I'll just be fine. Like, I don't need alcohol. Like, I like it. That's enough. I, I really like it. So, the taste of it is is great, <laughs> and um, it's like a social thing for me. Like, um, well, and actually, no, because I like to have a drink at home. Like, you know, like, make a... I got this really awesome gin. It was uh, blackberry gin. And I got that for my birthday. And so there was this little like French drink you can make with lemon juice, simple syrup, and uh, a little Prosecco with some gin. And it's like such a good, good drink, but I can make one and be good, you know? And so, you know, I'm not, I'm not condoning drinking, like drinking, is one of those things where some people can do it and some people can't and to each their own. And I'm not, um, not trying to glorify anything here. I'm just telling you that I enjoy it, but I can also go without it, you know? And so the thing that is the hardest for me is that food you have to eat and the choices when I make good choices, it's great. But the the consistency of the choices is really hard for me. Like I, yeah, I just like a lot of things that aren't that great. But, um, throughout my last 20 years, I've gone up and down on different diets, you know, and the one that worked the the absolute best was the cert diet. After Adele lost all that weight, I had to try it, you know, and, I lost like 13 pounds in two weeks and that was amazing. And so I'm going to try a variation of that again, but 
It's just one of these those things. It's a it's really hard because it's food. You know, you have food every day, and then if you go to a party, like I was thinking about it now, I'm like, I'm just gonna be vulnerable. I'm embarrassed because my family's coming, and especially my brother. I haven't seen my brother in like three years, and I've gained a lot of weight. Sorry, I've gained a lot of weight, and so. You know, I hate that I feel embarrassed. And I know nobody's going to judge me or care, like, at all. Like, they just love me. And so it's definitely an internal thing. And it's definitely something, you know, to really put on the top of my list. Um, And I try not to advertise that I'm going on a diet or, you know, what have you. Because then people expect certain things and then... Oh, you gain weight. Oh my gosh. And yeah, so I regret like allowing myself to 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 not have a balance in life cuz I'm going to eat the food, you know? But I've never liked exercising. Like it's awful. Like I love hikes and I love walking, but you have to do that for a long time to balance out the food, you know? Like so like the weightlifting or the you know, different exercise regimens. I'm just, I never like to sweat. (laughs) I'm just, um, void of that, that gene. And then I'm like the only one in my family. It's, it's so frustrating because everyone, um, has that as part of their balance, you know? And so I do regret not making that a priority to at least, you know, work out to balance out some of this food. Uh, issues. And like, the thing is, is I don't eat like a lot of um, fried crap, you know, and I'm trying to choose salads more than French fries. And I do, I have noticed the way I feel, um, you know, after a really heavy meal, it doesn't feel good, you know, but yeah, but sometimes it, I don't know. Sometimes I, I just justify it and I'm like, well, I love this. So blah. I'm like, biscuits and gravy. I mean, come on. That's horrible, but it's so tasty. Yeah, it's just one of those struggles and I, I, I regret that. Um, and then I also regret in this realm the entertaining of people's opinions about my body, though, you know? Like, I think as a woman, too, it's like it, it's been very enlightening to see the change in people, um, especially men, when you're a certain size to now. It's like no one holds the door open, you know. Um, I take that back. Somebody did the other day. It was really kind. But like, there's just a difference. You know, you don't get looked at. You don't get screamed at, which I appreciate. And so there's this little piece of me that thinks that it's almost like armor, this extra weight, because I hated how I was treated at a certain size when in my 20s or whatever. Of course, when you're younger, you're trying to get the attention of the boys that you like or what have you. And that was always fine um, because I chose respectful people for the most part. won't go into all that, but like, and of course there was, you know, certain things about your looks or whatever, but the thing that I hated the most was 
you know, I don't know, 20, 21, up to like 23, 24, just the catcalls and the, I don't know, just treating you like a piece of meat. And I really um, hated it. I didn't like the attention of people's eyes on me certain places. And it's like, I know a lot of people love that or whatever, but for me, I get super insecure. Like even now, if I get dolled up, you know, and I feel good, I I don't know. Um, I don't have the people looking at me. I'm not talking about that, but it's just like when you get too, when I get too dressed up or whatever, I feel self-conscious. It's not like I feel wow, look at me, you know, it's like almost like, oh, she doesn't normally look like this. So what is she trying to, I don't know. I just, I just know when we used to get dolled up to go out places or whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's just that I am more comfortable in jeans and a t-shirt and some sneakers, a little bit of makeup. I always have to have makeup on. I don't know where that comes from, but I am so much more comfortable dressed down And sometimes, to be honest, when I was younger, a lot of attention came my way more so when I was, you know, just dressed down, you know. Yeah, just, you know, entertaining other people's opinions about my body and about how I look. Um, There was a guy once when, when I was in, gosh, I think I was like 19, 20, and it was on, um... MySpace, I guess. Gosh, must have been. Was that around then? Yeah, must have been. And I had just posted some pictures or whatever. I don't know how MySpace worked. I can't even remember. But the person wrote me and said that I was a disgrace um, because of all my freckles on my face, that I must be in California because that's where everybody allows skin... um, what did he say? Skin cancer to develop. And he's like, you better get out of the sun. You look ridiculous with all those freckles. It was just crazy, you know, and I was devastated for like a week. And it was like the stupidest thing. People have freckles like, oh, my gosh, it was insane. Um, Somebody had told me that I looked my best in this certain era of my life, you know, and what they didn't know is that I had just come out of the hospital because I wasn't eating. I went through a breakup that, it's so funny, I was devastated by it. And now looking back, it's like, that's not what you want. Oh my gosh, it was not what I wanted. Like, I wouldn't want that that kind of relationship now, you know. It's just so funny. So, like, I don't regret um, that that ended at all. Um, but at the time... I had made myself sick. I was so, you know, heartbroken and I wouldn't eat. And so I ended up dehydrated and in the hospital. And then two days later, I saw this person. And then when I had gained some weight, they they felt they needed to tell me that I looked the best that I'd have ever looked on that, you know, that time period. And it's just one of those things where... I have been striving to get back to that look because of that voice in my head. And it's just not very kind to myself because that I was sick. I was dehydrated. I was, I think I was 160 pounds and 
yeah, and I was sick. And so it's just crazy what we let come into our minds, you know, and then what we take as fact, you know, because that's not true. I think I looked better when I had more meat on my body, personally. Um, But I also regret, you know, shrinking so others could step on me, basically. So, like, you know, feeling that if I had any kind of attention in a room, that other person would be upset, you know? And then what normally ended up happening is that I would get myself out of any kind of spotlight or any kind of attention and shrink down and then still get stepped on, you know, and not appreciated. And, and, um, it's just a crappy feeling is, you know, to get smaller for someone to be bigger and then just be stepped on. Yeah. Um, and then, I think basically it's just, you know, stopping my creative pursuits uh, because of mean comments. Like, I probably would have been, I know I would have been, like, one of the top YouTubers right now if I would have stuck with it. Like, I had, and it was funny because the series I was doing was on my weight. See, I've been trying to lose weight for years. But so I think I was, like, 27 or 28 and so what is that? That's like 12 years ago, 14, no, 15 years ago. Gosh, I'm getting so old. So like 15 years of YouTube, I would probably have a big following and I would probably be making money at that. And, and I don't know, I don't, I don't think my content was amazing or anything, but it was cute. And I've looked at it recently and it's, you know, it's a whole different person and I feel so much for her. Like, it's like, Oh, you kind of go through so much more sweet girl, but I was trying at something, you know? And so I, I get teary eyed when I'm watching that. Cause I was trying, I was, I was doing something and, um, yeah. And then I allowed a couple people to tell me what they thought or, and I don't even know if they directly told me, but I was in the room and I overheard and yeah. And then I just stopped cause I was just hurt cause those people were people that I, at least one of them was someone that I cared for and, and thought, you know, they would root me on or support me at least, you know, you don't have to like everything someone does, but to me, if you're in a relationship with someone and they're trying something, you don't have to like it but you should support them. And yeah, so that kind of sucked <laughs> that I allowed, you know, to stop doing that. And not that, you know, I regret it and I don't too, because it's like, I you get to where you are because of stuff like that. So maybe I wasn't supposed to be doing that. I don't know. Um, but, but I regret why, you know, the reasons why that I, I listen. Um, I listen so intently to so many things that I shouldn't, you know, it's crazy. Um, so that's pretty much, pretty much it. Um, but see, there's a lot more. What are we at? 52 minutes. So there's a lot more than I ever expected to be on, on this podcast about this. Um, 
And I did come up with some daily regrets. And I didn't know... Um, I didn't know I had all these either. I didn't know that every day I'm feeling this way. And so um, it's something to work on for sure. But the daily regrets are like beating myself up, you know. And I think we all have a lot of these. Um, And then stressing myself out so that everyone in the room is okay. So this is that whole energy thing that happens is if I feel the energy is off in a room, I immediately think it's because of me, honestly. Oh my gosh, this sounds so silly. So self-centered, right? But I just feel like, oh, I must have did something or I'm, I must be a problem or something. I just always feel like a problem. Like, I just do. And so I will try to adjust anything and everything, especially within myself if I can, to make things okay, you know? And it stresses me out. And it's not my responsibility, you know? It's not. It's it's nice to care about everybody so much and to feel that the energy's off and to try and remedy it. <laughs> but not at my expense because a lot of the times it's just, it is what it is. And you can't fix that, you know? So... And then, I, you know, not taking care of my body from day to day. Like, I need to do more exercise and and listening to my body, for sure. Um, and then allowing what others think of me to become my own voice. That's the biggest thing, is I'm so self-aware in so many respects, but then there's times when my internal dialogue is beating me up, with things that I would never say to myself. And so they came from somewhere else. And I don't need to hold on to them, you know? So I've been working on that a lot. Um, Some of them are my own voice. Some of them, you know, are tied into a narrative from childhood or young adulthood or, you know, my 20s. And you can unravel it pretty quickly and And it's still hard to cut it, though. (laughs) I just have to be honest. You can find where it goes. You can find where it connects to and why why you feel this way and and all of that. But it's still still hard to cut the cord permanently. It's still a battle to really let go of some of these things. Um, So just know that even if you figure out, okay, it's tied to this... It might be really knotted, you know, and a pair of scissors might not be, you know, able to undo that. Unfortunately, you might have to go in there with your fingers and try and unknot it over and over and over again. So there's not always a quick fix with things. Um, That's why I'm still dealing with a lot of this, but... But for the most part, regret, I don't regret a lot of the things that I've experienced or that I've gone through or the choices that I've made. So there's like a lot of things where you learn a lot. I mean, everything, right? You learn. So 
yeah, so there's not a lot that I regret in terms of choices. Um, and honestly, initial choices, like all of it, I don't regret. It's just that when, you know, you feel disrespected or abused, emotionally abused or, you know, gaslit, manipulated to not pivot is where I, I regret. That's really it. Because, like, I don't regret any anybody I've, I've come in contact with, met, relationships, any of that. It's just that I haven't honored myself. When I haven't honored myself, there's regret there. Because um, what you allow for, you tell yourself that that's what you're worth. And so I think that's where my lack of confidence comes from and my lack of, you know, just self-knowing and like, feeling really centered in myself is very hard when I've told myself by those actions of not listening to that inner voice that I, you know, that I didn't matter because that's what all of those regrets stem from is me choosing someone else's pleasure or comfort or, um, you know, just self-worth over my own and, and what that does to a person is, you know, it just tells me that I don't matter. And so it's just unraveling all that. Those are the regrets, you know, because man, everything, even the stuff where it's like, oh my gosh, what were you thinking? You know, you get in trouble or that, that stuff, it just is, um, some of life's best lessons, you know, like, oh no, that's not the kind of guy I want to hang around with or, you know, what were you thinking doing that? You know, and there's stuff where it was like, there were some scary moments. And again, I think you don't regret that because you put yourself out there. You're trying life, you know? And, um, yeah, so I don't regret a lot of the choices that I've made. I I fully regret not listening to myself internally. It's really all that it comes down to, you know? And, like, allowing for others to dictate how I feel about myself. So, yeah. So don't regret your choices in life because they make you who you are. Um, but definitely listen to your inner voice, you know, and pivot when you have to. And then like, just be nice when you're talking to people. Cause really like right now, that's all I have is regret of what I said or how I acted. And yeah. And I could have just not said the thing, you know, and, um, but I'm learning. And yeah, I just think it's important to be self-aware. I know I say this like a broken record, but and to try, you know, to try and then have conviction in your stuff. Like if you feel convicted, don't let anybody's voice tell you otherwise, you know, just don't. That is it. 
Well, this is the last episode of the heavy boots portion um, for the year. So I thought it was kind of a good topic uh, as we move into the new year to kind of let go of the regret, you know. And um, that doesn't mean we're not coming back next year, you know, to all the rest of the heavy boots stuff because there's quite a bit left. There's... um, Sadness, happiness, love. Uh, What else do we got? We got responsibilities, life. And, you know, and then once once we go through everything, then I'm going to come back and maybe touch on other parts because I know truth, we just talked about, you know, one's truth, like your truth. But we'll have more, there's more facets of truth, so... We'll dive back into that. And then, you know, there's just so much to touch on with all of these things. So we might look at it from a different angle. But I plan to do a podcast every Friday. Um, and I think what I'll do in the new year is it'll be every Friday. Um, and then every other Friday will be the the light, the lightweights portion where it's a little lighter. So um, that way I can keep up on it better. So it's not so, you know, all over the place, different dates and such. And we'll do that for a few months. And then I'll take a summer break, probably in May, May and June, I think I'm going to take a break. But I don't know. So we'll see how it goes. But just wanted to give you a heads up that um This is the last Heavy Boots of 2022. And then uh, next week we'll have a lightweight episode. And that'll close out the year. So it's pretty crazy. I don't know where 2022 went to. (laughs) But I've enjoyed this immensely. Um, I've learned so much about myself and all the feedback I've gotten from so many of you. It just really helps me to understand you know, what you want to hear about and um, just feels really neat neat that people are listening and that it matters and that it helps and that, you know, these topics are things that are hard. And I told you a lot of stuff in this episode that I probably wouldn't share with many people. So just um, hold it tight to your vest, please. And... Uh, just know I'm only sharing so that if there's something within you, you know, that it sparks, um, or triggers, which I don't want to trigger anyone, but if it brings up stuff, you know, just to, to feel it, to, to feel it. Cause then you can let it, let it go. Um, eventually I heard a quote from somebody, I don't, I don't know who it was, so I'm horrible. I don't remember things like that, but it was on a, somebody else's podcast and the guy was just saying that we think that we're going to feel everything and then heal and then we're never going to think of it again. And that's just not true. And it was kind of a slap in the face, to be honest. I was like, what? I'm trying to heal this stuff so I can be done with it. But the thing about it is, is that, you know, it'll come up, it'll resurface, and maybe it won't hurt as much, 
but life brings up stuff. And so while I'm talking here and you're hearing me, it's bringing up stuff within you and just be gentle with yourself, you know, and don't try and shove it away. You know, if you have to, cause you're, you're doing something and you can't really go there. That's one thing, but please go back to it, you know, or write yourself a note or journal or something because like he said, you, you don't ever lose it completely because it's who you are. All the hurts and all the pain and all the joy and all the happiness and all the the light bits and the dark bits, they all mix, you know, to create who we are. So, yes, don't, you know, don't think you're going to let those go. But at the same token, I do think that if you don't feel what you feel and like go through the emotions, it's harder to, to move to a place you know, of understanding yourself, it's hard to to have compassion for others if you don't allow for your feelings. I just think that it's um, it's healing, you know. And again, you might not lose it, you know. You might not heal. You you might not heal completely. It might be a scar there, but to me, if you feel the feelings, it's a little lighter, you know, your, your boots are a little lighter. So yeah, I would advise to, to definitely feel what you feel. I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast is in this world, you know, there's so many messages that we get about what we should do. And the biggest piece that's lost is feelings are directing you. They're telling you something. You know, if you feel sad, there was a loss of something. So you got to figure out that out. And if you get angry, you have to figure out what's triggering that, you know. And there's sometimes where I have fatigue where it's like, I don't want to have to figure everything out. Why am I, you know? And like I think that's what's happened with me this this past week is I'm I'm fatigued. I don't want to figure it out. I'm just sad and I don't know why. And you know, eventually usually things come to the surface and you figure it out. But so just know that there's different patterns and that some days you'll want to figure it out and some days you don't want to and some days you don't have to. Like the thing is is there's not a be in a be all end all way about this. This is just life. These are just, you know, things to think about. And we're all striving. Like all of this is me talking about what I'm striving to be. I am not 100% this person. This is what I value and what, you know, I admire in a lot of people that I see. Um, But we're not perfect. We're human. All right. Well, With that, I thank you for being here, for listening all these episodes. This is episode number 11. And to end out the year will be next week's number 12. Um, But I thank you for coming here and listening. And I just appreciate you so much. I hope that you stay you. And I really mean that. I know it's contradictory how we go 
uh, back and forth with, you know, trying to better ourselves. And then I say something like, stay you. And it's like, well, wait. But it's just about being the best version of yourself. So, you know, and it's just talking about different ways that I try. And you pick what you want to do completely and always. You know, there's no be all end all to any of this, like I said. So just stay you, though, because the world needs you. You know, everyone was put here for a reason. And we need you. So hold tight to you and have a very, very happy holiday season. Thanks so much for being here. You mean the world to me and I thank you. Take care. Stay you. This podcast was written and recorded by Jenny Camille. The song that you hear at the beginning and the end is called Treehouse by Andy Ellison.